Welcome to Last Time On. This is a podcast for people who want to watch all this prestige television, but who has time for all of it? I know I don't. I'm Jafar. And I'm Ben. But this time, we made a little bit more time to go back and watch what we were told is one of the the great episodes that we missed while randomly jumping our way through Breaking Bad. Yeah. So we looked up a handful of best episode lists and then... We have a handful of friends, especially when we were initially pitching this experiment, as it were, in uh, consuming television. Uh, And this is an episode that came up a couple of times, both through them and then also on best episode lists. We've got season three, episode 10, Fly. Mm -hmm. Um, We did get lucky, though. Several of those episodes that are best of, sure, you don't miss this. We randomly hit anyway. Yeah. (laughs) I would say a almost troubling number. Like, if I were a casual listener, I would think we might be going off of that and rigging dice rolls, which is definitely not what happened. We definitely rolled dice and did the thing. So before we get into this episode, did you see, did you notice in the 10-minute opening credit sequence, who directed this episode? Yes, I did. See if you can read. Read your notes. You know this is Radio Ben. Oh, yeah, I know. Ryan Johnson. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> we just take him a notes. Oh, hey. I recognize that spelling of Ryan. Uh, you do. Uh, yeah, yeah that was I was exciting super stoked. See. I didn't know that sitting down. I was yeah. told ahead of time. So, yeah. Jafar? Yeah, Ben? I had an interesting experience coming back to this episode. Okay. We watched nine episodes of Breaking Bad to get to the finale, right? Yep. Did it feel weird to feel nostalgic going back to watch a tenth episode of something? (laughs) (laughs) I will say no, but also I've been watching Breaking Bad. You traitor. I waited till after we recorded our finale episode, and it's been a couple of weeks for us. Because I just got back from San Diego Mm Comic-Con. So I had my trip there. And now we're post that in real time. And so I did have a little bit of time to watch some. I haven't gotten far. But I have seen him interact with the the couple who were his, like, business partners. That screwed him. mm, It is. That synopsis might have been a little misleading. Did Walt screw himself? It feels like Walt screwing himself needlessly, out of jealousy, to be perfectly Mm. honest. I truly believe that Bret Hart screwed Bret Hart, and he can look in the mirror and know that. And I mean, they like go to his birthday party and someone gives him like one of Eric Clapton's guitars and it's signed by Clapton addressed to him and stuff, you know, and like Walt got him a pack of ramen for his birthday, like they used to eat in college and stuff. And it's just like... I get it. Like, th- there's there's things to be to feel bad about there. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, he's like schnobbing. They're like, oh, gray matter, because his name translates to black and you're Walter White. So they chose their gray matters, the company. That's still the company name. They're like, oh, so you're like the COO or something. He's like, no, I got an education. They're like, oh, what university? (laughs) And he's just like, uh. But yeah, um, I didn't. To be fair, knowing what I know about Clapton now, that's a less cool gift. (laughs) Uh, I mean, imagine it, you know, 12 years ago. He was still a pretty big piece of shit 12 years ago. (laughs) Well, but did we know? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) <laughs> Did we? I don't. I know nothing about Eric Clapton. Oh, yeah. okay. He, I will take your word for it and do my own research later, or don't, or don't. Like, I don't really care because I don't care he, about Eric like, Clapton. He's he wrote a bunch of good songs, and if you don't want to bum yourself out, just keep going on. Just divorce the art art from the artist. It's fine. Yeah, I mean, as someone who listened to Kanye for. A period of time that was probably and definitely not after it got unacceptable, but there was a period of time where it was you had to divorce the art from the artist and still. But then uh, he started saying some stuff that really started clicking with you. No, no, he didn't. <laughs> 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 Only one of us is a shaved headsman, Ben. <laughs> I'm I'm in a play. <laughs> Uh, but it, were it you has, feeling nostalgia, been. I take it? Yes. So it was It was interesting, like, the feeling you get when you go back and you, like, catch an episode of a show that you have finished. And it's mm-hmm. like, oh, I rem- you know, I, I can remember where we were in the general arc and, you know, oh, hey, we're back in the lab. And, oh, hey, he's in the Aztec and, like, these things that are, you know, long gone uh, yeah. at the end of the show. You're like. Oh, hey, it feels nice to be, like, transported to an earlier time. I think it's one of the things that makes, like, a comfort show a comfort show. Mm-hmm. Because, like, there's a predictability to it because you've seen it already. Um, Do you feel like Breaking Bad is a comfort show for you now after this watch through? After our nine episode watch through? I don't, I don't, I don't, I, I don't think so. I've still got my, my go-tos. Yeah. You it's know, a little... I, high drama and a little yeah. a little if, much if i really to want to show. if i really want to to do that i'm going to watch you know scrubs or psych or something that's a little lower stakes <laughs> fair enough speaking of low stakes this intro what the hell is this intro yeah we we come in in media lullaby and in media fly uh, <laughs> what is going on well, it's just a fly cleaning itself to Skylar singing lullabies? Yeah. Which I it does come back, admittedly. Yes. But it's just like, it's so weird. It is weird. <laughs> it's weird for this show, probably. We're not the best judges. No, but it's not all that weird for Ryan Johnson. No, that's fair. It is not all <laughs> that weird for Ryan Johnson. After a theme, we have a sleepless night for Walt. As he and Jesse arrive at Gus's super lab. Well, I did. I did appreciate when they we saw when they saw got the lab, and the whole thing was like, "Hey, you're a contractor. Like, as long as I get the output, I don't care when you work." Mm-hmm. And then we see Walt's alarm going off six a.m. All right, time to make the donuts. You know, <laughs> dragging yeah. himself out of bed, and it's like, "Oh, this didn't work out." 
this isn't contractor hours, is it? They even make a jab at surprise that Gus doesn't make them use the time clock. Yes. Although, I'm guessing punching in and out, good, not great for, like, hiding crimes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you don't want that record there, for sure. Yeah. Uh, we see them scrubbing as Jesse clearly watched Animal Planet last night. So, and this is interesting, he's talking about hyenas uh, and their their pack mentalities. Mm -hmm. And he also, later in the episode, Walt talks about watching an elephant documentary. Yeah. And this just reminds me like, oh, right. So this is writer shorthand for my character is watching TV, but we are not referencing any real TV shows. They, they uh, do say the Discovery Channel at one point. Yeah. So, which might uh, have been a sister network to AMC. Something like that. Back then. Who knows? But it did, it did make me think, like, hey, maybe this is just something they talk about. Like, maybe this isn't like writer, like, I can't say they were watching Mad Men. So they were watching an elephant or hyena documentary. Or <laughs> we find out later Jesse also watched an Ebola documentary. Yeah. Um, I, I like to think they're sitting there ma making meth and being like, yo, dude, you catch Shark Week? Jesse, you know I'm watching Shark Week. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse, we have to cook. We have to get a week ahead. We know we're taking Shark Week off. <laughs> <laughs> I did not have Jesse pinned as the documentary type, but the more he talks about it, the more I believe it. Oh, yeah. There's a great line in here, too. That Gatorade me, bitch. <laughs> yeah, great. Jesse great starts line. complaining about why don't we have staff? Yeah. You know, we are here to make the meth. Why don't we have people here working to facilitate us making the meth so we can just focus on the meth? Mm -hmm. Which, I mean... It's more people. It's more people, but it's also... Hey, if there is less downtime to keep the people who are actually producing millions of dollars producing millions of dollars yeah you can get three people who ain't gonna talk <laughs> so uh walt is doing math after all of this cleaning for this problem you'll need to set your calculator to maths yes and uh, he's the accountant looking for the missing 26 million dollars in the ledger notes here uh, there should be another half pound or so of meth based on what's going into the cook this is just reminding me of, we have a uh, mutual friend, I don't know if I'll say any more than that. Yeah, uh, yeah, we don't once, need to name them. Once contacted me, say, uh, contacted both of us saying, oh my gosh, I'm at work and I lost six million dollars and I don't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> Although he was just worried about getting fired, Walt is like, if we don't find this, they might shoot us. So yeah, it's a big deal. Yeah, they're talking about condensation, evaporation, and vestiges. Yeah, Jesse tries to science word real hard here. Mm-hmm. He's learned something, though. Is your assumption here that Jesse is skimming off the top, and that's why he came up with all these reasons? Um, It's the conclusion Walt comes to by the end of the episode. I don't think so. Uh, he doesn't seem to be on meth at the moment. Yeah. But it's hard to say, given the bottle nature of the episode. Yeah, we would have to have to follow up. But like, 
Jesse doesn't seem like a I take half a pound from every batch kind of guy. Yeah, it seems like a lot. And he's real offended later in the episode. So. Mm-hmm. But he could also just be playing real offended. Fair. Uh, Jesse heads out and a fly lands on Walt's paper. He fails to squish it. He has a little outburst trying to get it. Uh, he tries using his clipboard as a swatter and fails. He's making Bill Bergen look good at bat here. No, I make one baseball reference in all of our history of podcasting together and you don't get it then. Sorry, I don't know Bill Bergen. He's the worst batter in Major League Baseball history. Oh, he, uh. <laughs> he batted a .17. All right. <laughs> That's bad. Uh, yes. He, he was a shortstop, I think. Was he like a really good defender and they just like put up with it or? I have no idea, Ben. I just okay. looked up who the worst batter was. All right. Uh, <laughs> but uh, Nolan Ryan has more home runs than him. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Nolan Ryan was a pitcher. Uh, <laughs> they don't normally have a whole lot of those. Unless you're Shohei Hotani. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. four In my research, I noticed that there were four pitchers in Major League Baseball history who threw a no-hitter and hit a home run the same game. That's a good day. That is a good day. Uh, anyway, this this did resonate with me because Walt starts just like losing it. Yeah, and I have definitely had those days where it's just I am so tired. Something is stressing me out at work, mm-hmm. and now there's like just that one little thing, like a fly, or you've got a plate and it came out of the dishwasher and it's still got some like something stuck to it it. and you can't get it off or you know whatever it is that just this little thing shouldn't be the thing that sets you off but it is the you know yeah the snowflake that starts the avalanche that really hurt i'm gonna have a lump there you idiot who throws a shoe honestly he breaks a light and gets his shoe stuck in the lamp yeah I am wondering how this happens. It looked like the it was hanging by the the uh, laces got the laces. Thank in. you. Yeah, and it does not make sense to me. Not really, but uh, it's but Ryan Johnson. Climbs up so onto yep. He climbs up onto the catwalk to try and get his shoe down with a broom, mm-hmm. and then there's there's the fly, and Walt eats. <laughs> he totally deserves to fall because he is a complete yes. dumbass trying to do this from where he's at. Like, yeah. if you think about the force and the motion and where energy is going and where you're moving and where you're putting that motion and where you're like able to stand and where you're you're holding your brace against and stuff, mm-hmm. you absolutely deserve to fall. I was going to be real upset if he didn't fall, and then he fell, hit the tank, and then crumpled to the ground, and he's an old man, and I really just, like, my back hurt watching it, but also, like, dumbass on you, dude. Double dumbass on you! It was full uh, Tobey Maguire from uh, Spider-Man 2 when he loses his powers and eats <laughs> shit off of the uh, <laughs> the roof into that alley. Just yeah. bam, bam! <laughs> we cue to the next morning. Uh, when Jesse, I just want to say, him. how funny would it have been? He just tank 
floor, he lands on top of the broken glass, and then it's just credits. That's <laughs> <laughs> how Walter White dies. <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't have been fucking crazy if he had died right there and then the rest of the episode was flashback and we just didn't know <laughs> are you saying the rest of breaking the last two and a half seasons of breaking bad is a uh uh jacob's ladder scenario yes exactly um we cut to the next morning jesse arrives to find walt has pressurized the lab because of a contamination Walt is upset and Jesse is confused, so it's like every other episode we watched of this show. Yeah. One one little bit of foreshadowing as Jesse arrives, he notices a cigarette butt in the ashtray with lipstick on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, which... That's called foreshadowing. Also, uh, I don't know if you uh, know this, Jafar. I did a little bit of Google uh, searching while I was watching the episode. Which was the nice average to be house able to do. Yeah. The average housefly lives 15 to, to 30 days. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know what this housefly would be subsisting on. Uh, you Math. know, there's like fly coming this sun- summer to sci-fi. <laughs> <laughs> I would watch Jeff Goldblum play that fly. He's He's got the most experience. He's the obvious choice. But uh, I was wondering, like, at what point, if you're Walt, do you just be like, I'm going to take a nap and this thing will be dead. Uh, <laughs> but if it's going to be 15 to 30 days, okay, let's kill the kill the fly. The chase begins. <laughs> so Walt is trying to tell Jesse, like, we've got a contaminant. And, like, refuses to say we have a fly in the lab. Yeah. Walt has, like, zero seconds gone full Ahab. Oh, for sure. Uh, And it's just like, you're not just being, like, you're not just being crazy. You're being willfully obtuse. Yeah. You, you just have to say, so. Jesse, there's a fly in here. We've got to kill it. Now. It's less of an issue than just his weird, unhinged ranting. Yeah. Well, he doesn't respect Jesse. He never did. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe at some point, but this is just more of that. Jesse would not take a fly seriously, so I have to use the word contaminant. It also, at this point, I started wondering, is Walt just looking for excuses not to be cooking? Mm. Hey, we can't cook until I figure out this math irregularity. You know, hey, I can't cook until I've killed this fly. Oh, no, now I can't cook until I've done X or Y or Z. It really feels like he is looking for any excuse to not be making math. At least that's how I read it. Yeah, I mean, he does seem real set that this fly could actually ruin a batch of meth. I, at the scale that they're cooking, do not see how that is possible. No, and everything's sealed. Yeah. It's just, it does feel like something else is going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but Walt is also the guy that buries himself in work when something else is going on. So, it's weird. Uh, at this point, we yeah. also find out that Walt and Jesse are 50-50 partners. Yes. This is... After... 
This would have been after the three million to cook for three months. Yes. Before they kill Gale. Before they kill Gale. Before Jesse goes down to Mexico. Yes. Okay. Uh, and here we get a a really nice moment for Jesse. The the fly lands on Walt's face, and Walt's like, Jesse, you gotta get it. And Jesse's like, Oh, I'm gonna get it. <laughs> and just clobbers Walt in the face. <laughs> Yeah, bitch! Walt does confirm uh, the fly corpse is just a raisin. Yes, uh, which, why is there a raisin in there? Uh, We know what the fly will subsist off of. Oh, yeah. Somebody somebody brought in uh, some uh, gorp. Uh, (laughs) Is gorp regional? I have no idea what gorp is, Ben. Uh, Trail mix. Okay. I know what trail mix is. Okay. Is gorp a brand of trail mix? No, it's just a. That is how trail mix was to, was referred to me growing up. Oh, I don't know if that's regional so much as you growing up in the boons. <laughs> uh, also, at this point, I thought of the the uh, not euphemism, uh, metaphor. The just the the line you catch more flies with honey. It's just like. Why don't you put out some honey? Like, do something to trap the thing. Why are you going yeah. after it with, with your homemade fly swatter? The fact that they don't turn off all of the lights and then put a very bright lamp in the center of the room or something. Yeah. Like, like they are not good they are not good fly hunters. No. Uh, Jesse tries to get Walt to calm down by uh trying to tell him to get some fresh air. He responds by locking Jesse out of the lab. Jesse uh, starts screaming out El Axo. Ben, do you know what the Spanish word for axe is? I'm going to... I don't. I'm going to take a guess. Go for it. Axe? Hacha. Hacha. Makes sense. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what El Axo is in Spanish? No. He's asking this like a question, too. He's like, El Axo? He wants to know where it is. El Axo translates to the year. (laughs) What year is it? Uh, It was brand new. No. What year is it? (laughs) They're just like, oh no. Another time traveler came into our laundromat. (laughs) I did did appreciate Jesse finds his way to a maintenance room where he Mm -hmm. finds himself a, a little hammer, a big pry bar, and then a sledge. <laughs> and I did like just the, oh, as I work my way across this bench, I your tools. I did appreciate that. Uh, he shuts the power off to stop Walt's madness. Jesse How did he shopping. do that with a sledgehammer? I don't know. <laughs> uh, Jesse goes shopping and they hang a ton of fly strips all over the lab. And he puts some sleeping pills in Walt's coffee. Yeah. He's drugging him because he cares. But I did appreciate we get to see science coffee again. Yes. Jesse fills the air with some noise about possums waiting for Walt to pass out. Uh, but his story about trying to care less and move on with things in your life 
Walt thinks he's just talking about Walt's cancer and completely misses the point? Yes. Also, Jafer, yes, do you know what the difference is between a possum and an opossum? No. Different animals. Really? Uh, this is part of uh, part of Jesse's thing is he's talking about there was an opossum underneath his house. Uh, mm-hmm. And he was like, man, but I thought they were just possums, but now they're opossums. Possums are from Australia. Opossums are from North and South America. Okay. Good to know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was scared by an opossum as a child. Yes. Unless you were in Australia. No. I was in my backyard. <laughs> uh, or Have I ever was told visiting... you that story? I don't know. Go ahead. Okay. So we had a opossum that was living under my family's deck. I am 11, I'll guess, mm-hmm. maybe 12. Um, and it had made its way outside and was we had an apple tree in our backyard. And so it was eating some crab apples. And my dad's all like, oh, it's finally out from under the deck. I'm going to get that thing goes grabs a handgun uh puts in some low power 22 rounds so that this just sounds like a pop gun goes out back while it's eating apples shoots it like five times right my gun oh hi. anyway i started blasting just pop 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 it's like oh that thing's dead right hey son go grab a shovel so i'm like okay go grab a shovel Gonna put this dead opossum in the trash. Well, guess what wasn't dead? The opossum. The opossum wasn't dead. And it, when I got the shovel underneath it, it looked up at me, <laughs> screeched with its claws out, and then ran under the deck where it died like a week later. And we had to pull up the deck boards to get to it. It was a whole thing. Uh, but that was one of the scariest things that's ever happened to me. <laughs> I'm just young enough to be all like, oh my god, and forget that I'm literally holding a six-foot hunk of wood with a metal end on it. You can finish this thing. <laughs> like, like, if I had the wherewithal, I could have just, like, bonked it real good. Uh, you know, I, like... As far as, like, the capability to defend myself in that situation, I was fine. But it just was so jarring. It just scared the shit out of me. Yeah. I'm also... That's my opossum story. It's always been my possum story up until this point. Well, I'm glad glad to have uh, uh, educated you. (laughs) The more you know. Uh, Also, this does feel very on brand for Chuck, that... He shot something five times, didn't confirm it was dead, and said, somebody else take care of this. <laughs> He's usually pretty good about making sure it was dead. I, I have a handful of other foundational childhood memories related to that. <laughs> Trauma. Anyways, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the conversation turns into uh, Walt saying that he's lived too long. Yes. He's allowed his family's memories of him to have turned sour. If he had uh, only died before he got caught, he admits saying the quiet part out loud. Uh, he recalls the night Kristen Ritter died. Mm-hmm. Uh, he tells Jesse that that night he went to a bar and randomly had a conversation with Q. Au contraire, mon capitaine! He's back! 
He just didn't know it at the time. Yes. Which, man, I was immediately tempted to be like, Ooh, Cranston and Delancey. I want to go back and watch that episode. Uh, yes, I feel I like this would be a lot happier if we yes. had seen those episodes. I'll get there eventually. But yeah, this is actually like something I have thought about. The issue of the pace of dying mm-hmm. being the harder part than the actual like dying. Yeah, this is something we both have some personal experience with uh, me with my father you with your father-in-law um that we could totally talk about on pod and be a giant bummer uh, yeah see well this whole episode is a giant bummer so. that's true <laughs> you know um it's it's a very different circumstance in our case it's both you know the slow passing of someone to disease and illness um in this case it's the uh slow descent into criminal madness yeah uh with with a sprinkle of cancer yeah with uh (laughs) some some uh meth sprinkles yeah i don't think Uh, i don't think uh the cancer's what ruins that this there no Um, the the slow the withering of someone and having to live with that and witness it and it's terrible and i can't i can only speak about it casually so that i don't uh, one talk about it for hours, and also uh openly weep on podcast because I don't think anyone signed up for this episode expecting that. Um, no, but at the same time, it's definitely like his criminalness and his uh, mm, it's what's the word I'm looking for his his hubris. It does he does have some some real hubris going on because like. One of the things he goes on is like, there has to be some combination of words that could make her understand. It's like, or you just did the wrong thing, buddy. Yeah. Like he never second guess, never second guesses himself. Yeah. It's her fault for not understanding. Yeah. It's never, I did the wrong thing. It's I got caught. He doesn't regret becoming a drug kingpin. He regret, he regrets getting caught. Well, it's more, which is what makes uh, him a shitty person. It, it's not even uh, we're getting getting caught. It's the uh, all right. We're going to use your I statements. I'm sorry. You're mad. And it's uh, like, <laughs> no, yeah. I'm sorry. Me becoming a, a meth kingpin of the southeast and doing this for us, Skylar, is something you don't appreciate. <laughs> right. Oh, Ugh, such a fucking asshole. Yeah. Anyways, he tells Jesse. You know, it just goes on about the conversation he had with John Delancey. You know, like, what are the chances of that? I tried to calculate the chances of that, you know, and, well, yes, they're going to be very small if you do any kind of actual math on that. I mean, but it's the the chances of two random people in Albuquerque meeting. It's not impossible. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, it's not uh, like, he, well, no, as an air traffic controller, he would be local, actually. Yeah. So, so it's, it's not even it's, like he was flying around. Yeah. No. But uh, the conversation kind of gets Jesse on the, all right, I see the fly. It's up there on the light. I'm mm-hmm. going to uh, engage in a, a world of OSHA violations and put the ladder up on top of these toolboxes and climb up there to whack it. This is so dumb. <laughs> 
this is the dumbest thing I've seen Jesse do. And that's saying something. This is the dumbest thing I've seen anyone in a workplace do. And I, along with someone else, once climbed in the back of a truck with loose steel piled 12 feet high to find other pieces of loose steel in the pile of loose steel. This is dumb. This is dumber than climbing the 12-foot racks in the back of a Walmart-style store. This is... This is exponentially dumb. Those carts are on wheels. Wheels! Yes. I'm so mad. Yes. I did I did think it was interesting. Walt says he's sorry about Jane. A bunch, yeah. But he never says what he did. Nope, he does not understand what Walt is trying to apologize for because Walt is a shitty communicator. And men would literally rather become drug lords over New Mexico than go to therapy. Hey. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Look, if those are the two options, I, I'm just saying. <laughs> Walt finally gives in to slumber, says it's time to cook as Jesse gets the fly and Walt falls asleep. Jesse finishes the cook while he rests. Walt tells Jesse if he took the missing half pound, he can't protect them. Jesse is offended. Walt goes home and there is a fly waiting for him. I wanted to run through that last bit, Ben, because I've been waiting. I've been waiting for... Three weeks since we recorded our last episode? <laughs> you won the points. Yes, and I did. I do not know. We have not discussed. I put together a spreadsheet with options. And you didn't look at it or fill in your half that I left for you. I am. I didn't. I, I'm flying uh, blind. Well, to fair. Did you fill Open it in up today? That spreadsheet. I didn't I didn't feel uh, it I didn't look today. <laughs> it's okay. Uh I added a whole bunch of stuff to it. Uh okay. I also I I had forgotten that uh you wanted me to to write everything. Uh that's fine. You you can do that later. It was just kind of a like get an idea of where we stand on stuff. Yes. <laughs> so, uh we we want to jump right over the Absolute insanity of having your smoke detector right above your bed so you're getting that red light blinking at you all <laughs> night. I know that you and Frank were planning to disconnect me. And I'm afraid that's something I cannot allow to happen. It Long. is very dumb. Oh, yeah. Um, you want to know what our next show is going to be? I need to know what our next <laughs> show is going to be, Ben. Well, uh, I've made uh, I've made some jokes to some mutual friends who have also demanded to know. Yeah. Well, I feel like they don't get to find out before me. No, that's why I said Clarissa explains it all. Um, <laughs> Which I've seen. That said, if we are if we are sticking to uh, serialized stuff, we could do the Secret World of Alex. Which uh, I've also seen. But do you remember any of it? I remember bits and pieces. Okay. Uh, so we we did have a little bit of a conversation off pod about what do we want to do next? Yeah. And we came to a, a agreement that 
Well, there are some really, really good other, like, crime shows. Mm-hmm. We don't want to go from crime to crime. No. Uh, so we wouldn't want to go to an Oz or a Boardwalk Empire or, uh, uh, I don't know, uh, a Raid. Uh, mm-hmm. Anything that is more shady people doing shady stuff and getting over their heads and shooting somebody. So I was thinking about what what's a TV show that I've I've always really wanted to watch that like now this would be a great opportunity to do so. But, you know, is going to change it up for us. And basically, I just decided you know what I really want to see? Hmm. I want to see somebody get roundhouse kicked in the face, Jafar. Okay. We're watching Into the Badlands. I have never heard of this show. <laughs> you had it on the list. Uh, I That means it was just something. That doesn't mean that I know anything about it. Because oh, okay. the list was the list on the receipt that we had. So it means okay. you brought it up before. Well, to be fair, you added some stuff to this. I did not know there was a Highlander, the animated series. That was on our OG document list. Uh, I don't know that there is a Highlander, the animated series. I didn't look it up. Um, oh. It was okay, just well, right on now. the list. <laughs> it might have just been Highlander, the series. Um, it might have just been oh, Highlander, no. the series. There is Highlander, the animated series. It's got 40 episodes. Okay. Huh. We can watch it on Peacock. Huh. Okay, well. That okay. goes in my back pocket Well, we're right watching there. Into the Badlands. Um, yes. I know nothing about this show, Ben. Tell me about this show. I'm guessing people getting roundhouse kicked? Yes. So, uh, it is an AMC TV show. So, we are staying with... Uh, okay. With that, uh, so uh, I'll give you the the first line. Uh, In a post-apocalyptic world nearly approximately 500 years in the future, war has left civilization in ruins. Some elements of technology, such as electricity and ground vehicles, have survived the apocalypse, but society now shuns firearms, leading to a reliance on melee weaponry and crossbows. In a territory known as the Badlands, encompassing several states between the Rocky Mountains and Mississippi River, a feudal society has developed to fill the power vacuum left by the war. Barons control land and monopolies over commodities like opium and fuel, trading amongst themselves to maintain the peace. Each baron is served by a massive workforce of slaves called slaves called cogs, as well as a prostitute class called dolls. A baron maintains power through an army of young men and women called clippers, highly trained and loyal warriors. Clippers are forbidden from marrying and having children lest their loyalties be divided. Each clipper force is captioned, captained by a regent. It keeps going. It's a retro-future Hong Kong action TV show. Okay. Kind of like a, a Kung Fu. Yeah, I love me some Kung Fu. Uh, sorry, it has been described as a high-octane sci-fi martial arts series. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's something fun. that I've always wanted to watch and this is a great excuse. All right. How many So it looks like there's only 32 episodes of this show in 3 seasons. 
Yep, so three 10-episode seasons. That was also another thing where it's like, I'm not picking uh, something with like 400 episodes that's going to be a slog. It's like, well, we're going to be in and out of this in we, five episodes. We can adjust how many episodes we want to see here. So for yeah. Breaking Bad, we tried to set it up mathematically to do two episodes a season. Uh, do we want? I think that's the same kind of goal. Same kind of goal. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I would say if something's got more than ten seasons, or maybe seven seasons, we drop it down from two a season to one. Seven's that magic syndication number, so that's, that might be a good one to work with. Yeah. We'll call it as it is. We see them though. All right. Well, I will uh, do the math on that later, uh, because our three D four will not work for that. No, we'll probably end up doing. I actually might have it figured out already on the other sheet. If we're going for five, we could do one D ten. Two D four. Two D four is uh five average. That could work. I mean, we we, we just have to know it uh after the end of the next episode. Yeah. Because we're going to watch the pilot. Yeah, we got to watch that pilot first. And we're going to do that in two weeks. We're taking a little break. Yep. As I run away to Las Vegas. So. Vegas! You think we get there by midnight? Money, we're going to be up 500 by midnight. Ah, Vegas! Vegas, baby! Vegas! Yeah. Next year, man. I know. I'm too busy uh, pretending to adopt children. I, I, I'm playing Miss uh, Daddy Warbucks in the in musical. Of Annie. Yeah, yeah. You really need to explain <laughs> that because it does not sound good just leaving your mouth without context. <laughs> I just, I just go to uh, to orphanages and be like, "Oh, hey, no, no, nope." I'm, I'm. This is going back to the play. Yes. All right. So we, hence the show, Ted. We'll be back on September 5th with our first episode of Into the Badlands. Yeah, super excited. Yeah. You said it's streaming on what? I believe it's on Netflix. Okay, cool. Um, fantastic. I still have that. Uh, all right. So we'll see you in a couple of weeks with that. Uh, but until then, we just have to say thank you to Ripe, that lovely, lovely band that gave us the permission to use our absolute favorite fucking bop favorite song goon squad as our theme music thank you so much we appreciate the shit out of it in ways that words will not allow me to properly express uh, you should check out their music on all streaming services they're fucking everywhere and they're 100 worth your time so you should totally do that and we'd also like to thank annette lucina for the photograph of a tv licensed under creative commons which we use as part of our podcast cover art thank you for that and for using the Creative Commons license so that artists who are just doing their thing can continue to do their thing without having to worry about stock art prices. <laughs> right. All right. Well, we'll see you in a few weeks, Internet. And we'll see you next time on Last Time On, this time with Roundhouse Kicks. <laughs> All the goose, I'm show you how. <laughs>